Welcome back to another week in the world of Angel Insights brought to you by Syndicate Room. This is a show that equips early stage investors with the tools they need to be successful when it comes to investing in early stage startups. And investing in startups can be a daunting and nerve wracking territory if you're not accustomed to it. And in recent years, we've seen the rise of mentors to aid investors navigate the world of angel investing. Therefore, joining me today, I'm thrilled to welcome Jonathan Fall, Managing Director at Rockstar Mentoring. Rockstar Mentoring is the UK's number one mentoring organization for entrepreneurs looking to grow or raise finance and they've helped over 8,000 business owners to gain the insights they need to succeed. As for Jonathan, he was previously at Goldman Sachs where he gained his first taste of mentorship and then transitioned to the world of property, again successfully adopting and utilizing a mentor. However, enough from me, so without further ado, I'm delighted to welcome the main man, Jonathan Fall at Rockstar Mentoring. Well, Jonathan, a huge welcome to Angel Insights. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Harry. It's good to be here. Now, I'd love to start off today by hearing the founding story of Rockstar and what the aha moment was for you of the journey. Well, firstly, the name. Um, Many years ago, I was working at Goldman Sachs in wealth management, and the release of... um, uh, of those ridiculous hours I was working was I was a singer in a rock and roll band. So uh, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. You come to my house, there's guitars and uh, and, uh, and all sorts there. And uh, music's my passion. But um, having not become the next John Bon Jovi, I thought when I launched the AHA moment, which I'll tell you right now, I, uh, I came up with the name and it's worked really, really well. And it, the AHA moment came about when um, I moved to the UK from Australia 11 years ago and wanted to get involved in property. I wanted to start investing in property. I've always believed that the fastest way to achieve success in, in business, whether it's an, as an employee or as a business owner, is to find someone who has already done what you want them to do and get them to show you how to do it. So I did it myself in property. I paid thousands of pounds to get access to a multimillionaire property investor who had built an £8 million portfolio in two years and I paid him to take me out and show me how to do what he did. And he did that. And he gave me all of his team, his legals, his finance team, his builders. He he taught me the art of negotiation. We're still friends today. And I bought my first property with him on day one, which tripled the investment that I'd spent on mentoring only three months later. So I then became a property mentor um, myself, and I absolutely loved it, uh, taking people around the country, helping them build their portfolios as well. And then my aha moment was, why isn't anyone doing this for not just property, but all sectors? So I went out and I found the big name guy who had been there and done it in retail, um, property and construction, obviously, uh, hospitality and leisure, uh, creative industries, etc. And I got them and convinced them to be rock star mentors and then had the website and people and SMEs would come to pay to get that, you know, very exclusive, unique access to, uh, to help them actually hit and achieve financial goals. That's how it all started, and that was nine years ago. And, and mentoring is quite a buzzword now. I mean, it's on a lot of LinkedIn profiles um, and angel list profiles that they're a mentor. So, so let's kind of talk about the buzzword that is mentoring, why we should care about it. It is a real, tangible thing. And, and the importance of what you've called real mentoring, which you've stated in the past. So, so let's start with the buzz around mentoring and whether that's valid as a buzzword. 
Well, you can thank the buzzword. It is certainly a buzzword. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, the shows like Shark Tank, Dragon's Den and The X Factor uh, was where I think became more mainstream, where Simon Cowell all of a sudden wasn't a judge anymore. You know, he was a, he was a mentor when the dragons were no longer saying it's not just about the money. I also want to mentor you in these businesses. I think that it was television and mainstream TV that did make it a buzzword. But unfortunately, as a result of that, it means you've got any bloody person now on LinkedIn can say they're a mentor and there are a lot of crap mentors out there believe me people ask me all the time difference between coach and a mentor or consultants etc uh, the word mentor actually actually comes from a Latin word called mentore which actually means to emulate and I always say to people be careful who you are mentored by right you your, your mentor is someone you want to emulate their success you can know and you can see what they've achieved they've built businesses they've gone through recessions they've gotten through them they've sold companies for large amounts of money if that's what you want to do real mentoring for me is two things number one is people who have been there and done it and they've done it successfully and number two you're not just having an informal chat over coffee every month just chewing the fat or talking crap i mean that's nice but it's not going to get you where you want to be Real mentoring for us is when you sit down with the mentor to begin with, you agree a time frame you're going to work together, you agree a financial goal that you want to achieve with that person's help, and then you leverage off their experience, their guidance, and their contacts to help you achieve that financial goal within that time frame. And so real mentoring is structure. It's making people accountable to not just take the advice and do nothing with it, but to take the advice and the steps and to, in order to achieve the financial goals of growing that company. And I'm really intrigued there to talk about the finances themselves, because often kind of mentoring as an industry is not actually paid in, in kind of traditional circumstances. So do you think kind of the financial element is fundamental to make it worth their while and make them forced to sit down and really goal set with you in a strategic manner? For, for, to, to, to make it worth one's while, absolutely. I mean, you're absolutely right that there are some fantastic entrepreneurs, especially in the US, um, really not so much in the UK, I can tell you. But in the US, there are some very successful entrepreneurs, uh, you know, who, 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 who do openly say, I love mentoring and I would never, um, I would never uh, uh, pay money for it. But realistically, what tends to happen and the reason those millionaires and multimillionaires do it is they're looking to make a return somehow. Uh, Harry and, and and having a few initial free chats with um, with great business owners. Once that advice starts to be taken on board and the company starts to really soar, often a a free mentor tends to become a paid non exec board member. Um, you know they might then start charging for their time after their business is successful. I tend to find that the companies that are, are are offering free mentoring they do it for a period of time to test the waters with it. But if you're working with people who uh, you know are, are, are successful in business and they've built up and they've sold companies they didn't do it by giving all their time away for free so paid mentoring is becoming more and more uh, uh, common because I think it was all the government contracts that some we were involved with to be honest but we no longer are where they were they were actually paying companies like us to provide the mentoring to the businesses for free some of the incubators offer mentors for free but it's on a very ad hoc level so you're not going to get the value out of it. you need structure accountability and really working together over a set time to actually make money achieve goals and i'm intrigued to discuss uh, the mental 
mentor-mentee relationship. Despite the financial goals, obviously, you need to have some real chemistry between yourself and the, the mentor. So how do you uh, kind of evaluate mentor-mentee fit? It, what was your assessment process like? Absolutely. I mean, you're absolutely right. Personality is crucial. It's absolutely key. And the, and, and the match of personalities, they need to get on. So how it works is we have what are called mentoring managers. And they're effectively our team who sit in the middle. So you can imagine we have hundreds of leads coming in every week of business who, is, uh, who are interested in the products that we provide. And most of the time, that's mentoring. We do have other products, of course, as well. But the uh, mentoring manager will ask them the key questions. What industry are you in? What are you? Where are you in your business? Like, what's, what's the size of the company? Company, what are your goals and what are the challenges that you're having and what are you wanting to get from the mentor at Rockstar? So for free, of course, the client provides all of that information. The mentoring manager then gives them a list of the most relevant mentors from our list for them to have a look at. Then they're able to have an initial discussion at no cost with the one that they really want. And if there's that feel, if there's that, um, if there's that sense of uh, I like the sound of this guy or girl, then, of course, they begin their first session. And it's only after their first paid session that they commit to a six-month period of time, for example. Mm-hmm. And in that first session, what's the kind of core to, to mentors and to, to being successful with a mentor? Is it the goals? How important is goal setting with mentors? Is it important to put financial metrics into it? Is that fundamental or is kind of I want to get a promotion enough or I want to be number one seed investor? Does there need to be metrics? I think metrics, I mean, for me, the majority of our clients are obviously the entrepreneurs. They are the business owners, okay? So any business owner who wants to be successful needs to have some form of plan. You know, they need to have some strategy and targets and timeframes that they're going to achieve X number of sales or they're going to get X number of contracts, etc. We have in the past, we've had contracts with large organizations who have paid us to have entrepreneurs come into their corporations and mentor their employees to be and to think more entrepreneurial so in that type of thing i mean what we did there is we organized you know different specific um uh, uh projects for them to actually uh you know come up with different business ideas for the business so there's always a goal there's always a target yes regardless of um of what it is because people are investing money so like anything whether they're investors or business owners they want to see a return on that investment when they're working with us and talking of kind of the entrepreneurs uh, that, that benefit immensely from it, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear about the demand and supply aspect of the business and what the balance is like for you. Do you have a lot greater inbound of mentors or inbound of entrepreneurs and individuals wanting mentorship? Uh, inbound of uh, of entrepreneurs wanting mentorship exceeds the number of mentors, absolutely, exceeds the number of mentor inquiries. I mean, we've made it very clear now. I mean, we've been going for nine years, so the industry knows that if you're a consultant who's been on a course and can and can rattle off some PDF documents, don't call us to be a mentor. You know, we, we, we only take on entrepreneurs who have been there, have done it, have worn the T-shirt, can prove that they've got the expertise, and they then, through our interview process, are nice people you know, um, are the sort of people who do enjoy doing it. I mean, of course, we charge for our time. Usually the average is about £250 an hour. Now, when you're worth 25 million quid, £250 an hour is not your usual going rate. So they are genuinely doing it because they enjoy it. 
and they sure as hell don't do it for the money because they don't get paid that full 250 right? Obviously, we take a chunk of that. But what they like about people, and as you can imagine, it's like anything. People don't value things in life if they're free. I don't believe they do, especially in support and help and, you know, this form of consultancy. So the mentors always prefer working with Rockstar. And, you know, they can mentor for other businesses. You know, that's, that's their choice. But they, they, they enjoy working with Rockstar because every time they're given a client – that they know that that client has paid money, right? And so the fact that they've paid money, they're they're committed, you know, and they're and therefore more gets done in that relationship. I'm intrigued to hear how you see the uh, mentorship industry evolving as as time progresses. Where will we be heading in the next five years with mentorship? We've seen the proliferation recently. Uh, so, what are your kind of expectations for the future ahead of the industry? Great question. Um, we're just about to launch. It already exists as a mobile. Op- optimized platform called Rockstar Business World. Technology is going to change the way businesses and owners around the world can get access to these sorts of people. So what we've just built, which should be launched by the end of June, it's the world's first international mentoring app that gives users around the world free access to the advice of our mentors and also lets them promote their own companies via an international marketplace. So what I did was I expanded our mentor network out of our just the UK into Australia, uh, and we've got some in the U.S., which we're expanding now, some in Nigeria, and uh, and a handful in China, which through partnerships we're expanding the number of high-class mentors. I interview all of them via a, um, a, a sit-down studio, face-to-face video interview, and I've asked all the mentors the same key questions, which is what advice can they give covering every single area of business from the idea through growing it to selling it on. So, And they're all from different sectors. So now users are able to download the app, Rockstar business world and they say i want to get mentored right now so they click on the get mentored button it asks them okay great thank you what sector are you in so they tell us which sector they're in and then it says well what do you need advice in right now and for free they can watch so for example they could say i'm in the retail sector and i really need help now with my marketing and out of the hundreds of hours there it only the algorithm only pulls out all of the retail mentors giving the advice on film right now helping you on marketing and as you're watching these great videos and phenomenal value you're seeing the personality types of the different mentors and there's a button underneath that says book one-to-one and that lets you book one-to-ones with these guys from all over the world and i'm intrigued you said there about kind of what aspects that you look for in the in the mentors themselves i'm intrigued to ask what is the most common thing that um entrepreneurs or people wanting mentorship want from mentors what's the most common thing that they're challenged by and need guidance with Usually, it's their you know they're spending money in the wrong place. They're spending money on the wrong marketing strategies. They're not thinking of the right partnerships, and therefore, you know their costs are too high and their sales are too low. That's the simple, usual reason why people come. Or that that, that that's the majority. But of course, you you often have businesses that um, we had a great one yesterday. You know, it's a fairly new business. The background of the guys who came up with the idea doesn't fit the sector um, that, that 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 they're launching into uh, but it's a great business model so they came to us saying we need and really want someone who understands our sector to give us the guidance the contacts the experience so it's a combination but what they all have in common what businesses want from mentors is the ability to have a sounding board to get advice contacts and what we always add is being made accountable to not just listen to the advice and do nothing with it otherwise what's the point paying for it so we add the accountability side of things 
so that they're making sure they're making a good return on investment for that time as well. And you said about listening to advice and doing nothing with it. I, I interviewed a very famous VC last night and I asked him, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And he said, don't listen to advice, kind of uh, counteractively. Uh, so so I, although I don't agree with this, uh, in today's age, there's a lot of advice uh, that we're given from a variety of different sources. So how do you think individuals can put a tuner on the information that's coming in at such a rapid rate? Uh, know who you're taking advice from. I'm sure that VC manager is, is as says that. I'm sure he's been been in the game for a long time, and I'm sure he has more experience of losing money based on poor advice than making money on good advice. And so that that message, I'm sure, in his mind, uh, is based around what he's experienced. Um, how you control and uh, and take the advice. I mean, that's why we built the app. You know, to have to have 15 to 20 of you know very well known and successful retail entrepreneurs telling you all their views on marketing in one place by people and by guys who have genuinely been there and build successful retail businesses that that's a great way to do it i'm sorry to plug the app but i but you know how do you control it you know know who you're listening to and you know know the advice that you need if that makes sense i think entrepreneurs you know know a lot of things about some areas of their business very very well and there are often people who doesn't matter who they are they would struggle to really listen to that advice because they know in their heart, they know that area of their business a lot better. Um, but there are other areas of their business where they need to be honest with themselves and say, actually, I really don't have the skills on this. I'm not the expert in this. And if I'm going to take advice in, in anywhere of my business, it should be on that side of it, for example. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to dive into a lightning round with you now. So I say a short statement and you give me your immediate thoughts. Sure. So the biggest misconception around mentoring that uh, every mentor is a good one. Mm-hmm. And the biggest challenge in your role with Rockstar? Biggest challenge I have, um, uh, man- managing the team. Obviously, we're growing as a business internationally and uh, always keeping abreast of everyone in the team. That's my biggest challenge. International growth. Where are you most excited for, for the future and the kind of implications of, of mentoring? China. We do a lot in China. Favorite blog or newsletter? None. Don't read any. Mm-hmm. And then the next five years for you with Rockstar? Uh, app, more investments, building the portfolio, and really you know, building a, a, a much stronger international presence. We're very well known and respected in the UK. Uh, we have a great unique model with this platform, and we're keen to, uh, to continue to help businesses, from, not just from here, but from all around the world. Well, Jonathan, I really appreciate you giving up the time today to be on the show, and I've hugely pleasure. enjoyed chatting with you. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure, Harry. Thanks so much. Again, a huge hand to Jonathan for giving up his time today to be on the show. And if you'd like more content from Syndicate Room, then you can head over to www.syndicateroom.com and head over to the Investor Academy, where you can find a whole host of previous podcasts and articles on investing in early stage startups. Likewise, you can follow us on Twitter at Syndicate Room. As always, we so appreciate your support and we would like to remind you that investing in early stage startups is risky. Therefore, please ensure that you do engage in the proper due diligence prior to making the investment or get a mentor and he can always help you with that thought process. Uh, But thank you so much as always for tuning in. Really appreciate the support and look very forward to bringing you next week's episode.